This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi everyone, this is Raja again from Melbourne, Australia, and this is episode 8 of the uh, Dev Raga Personal Finance Podcast Series. Uh, the aim is to make about 10 episodes, which will provide you with some sort of blueprint for your own personal finance, and the aim is that anyone in Australia can use these series of podcasts to learn about basic financial principles and concepts. And that's what my podcasts are all about. In this podcast, I'll be discussing about the various types of budgets that are available. Um, not to mention, I've already raved on about my favorite type of budgeting, which is pay yourself first and let the power of compounding do the work for you. But you might find a hybrid budgeting system may work better for your household. As usual, though, let's recap what we've learned so far in this podcast series. In episode one, we discussed the power of saving, the power of compounding, and the concept of paying yourself first, and I use 20% as the basic rule. Your percentage that you save might differ based on your personal circumstances. In episode two, it was all about mortgages and the basic tips and tricks if you're in the market for a new or want to refinance your existing mortgage. In episode three, it was a lighthearted discussion about some of the favorite personal finance personalities whom I listen to routinely and where I get my principles from. In episode four, it was all about where you can put your pay yourself money. Where can you invest your hard-earned 20%? In episode five, it was all about protecting yourself, your family, and your assets. I discussed the common personal insurance plans out there and what they mean and what are some of the pitfalls you need to consider. What are some of the basic questions you need to ask your insurance advisor? In episode six, it was about the investment fees which are paying right now and probably don't even know about it. Everyone pays fees and everyone needs to know where their investment fees go at. In episode seven, it was all about various strategies to paying off debt and we discussed the concept of money and how you, we should think about money. It'll change your perspective on money completely. And here we are in episode eight, and in this episode, I'll discuss the various budgeting strategies you can use. I guess before we get started, the important question is, is budgeting useful? In all honesty, I think there are degrees of budgeting. If you listen to Dave Ramsey, he's a budget geek. He wants people to do unique month-by-month -month budgets, not just a yearly budget, not just a month-by-month -month budget, but a unique month-by-month -month budget. This can be quite time-consuming, but he believes it's useful and allows you to see where your money is going. I guess the advantage is, if some months you have more expenses than not, or more income than not, then you can see the patterns and tailor your lifestyle accordingly. Personally, I don't do unique month-by-month -month budgets. I'm kind of naughty like that. I don't see the value in it for me. 
other people believe that having a budget is not that useful and it's more important to pay yourself first. And then once you've done that, you can use the leftover money to live off life, pay bills, enjoy, spend, etc. I think this is okay, but I tend to have a hybrid system myself. I pay myself first, but I also have a helicopter view of my income and expenses. So what is a helicopter view? Look, the term helicopter view is often used in medicine, especially when there is a serious situation happening, particularly in emergency departments. Supposing a patient comes in, they're very sick, and they need resuscitation, they need CPR, and they need life-saving treatment. Often, a doctor assumes the team leadership role and stands at the end of the bed, analyzes the whole situation, acts as the team leader, and instructs and directs and guides people to do their jobs. Everyone has a specific job, and they only do that job, and they do it very well. It's kind of like a Formula One racing pit stop, where there are about 20 people working on the car, and each person has a specific duty and a task. Once they've done that, they put their hand up, and the guy at the front of the car, the guy who holds the car up, the jack person, is a person who looks around to have a helicopter view to ensure everyone has done their job properly. If something goes wrong, then that lead person at the front of the car makes the final decision on what should happen next. I see budgeting as a helicopter view situation. I know where my money comes in from, I know where it goes, but I don't specifically budget the nitty-gritty meals and entertainments, etc. Because I know this sort of thing varies month by month. I look at the big picture stuff, the large expenses like mortgages, investments. My budget actually fits on a post-it note. I still use the same budget note to this day, nothing much has changed. I've used it for a very long time and I find it very, very useful and effective. Before we get started on specific budgeting strategies, I think it's important to have some core principles. Never use credit cards. Now this is for people that have consumer debt. Some people might disagree by saying, but I pay mine off every month and I pay never, I never pay interest. Well, the main reason why I say never use credit cards is the whole point of a budget is to ensure you live within your means. Buying things on credit means you're not living within your means. Credit cards are a risk to your budget. Perhaps once you're well-averse with finances and budgets, you can use a credit card and pay it off every month. To be honest, I use credit cards and pay it off every month and I've never paid interest. So I'm one of those cheeky people that are saying things that probably don't practice what I preach. But then again, I don't have any consumer debts either. So let's just agree that if you have consumer debts, it's important to listen to my podcast about debt paying strategies and then never use credit cards and then pay your debts off, start saving, pay yourself first, and then have a credit card that paid off every single month. Point two, budgeting takes time. So you might not get it right the first time, especially if you've never done it before. There are various budgeting apps and tools out there, so check them all out. Pick the one that best suits your household needs and your personal needs. If you have a partner, involve them. If you have children, involve them as well. There's never too early to get your kids accustomed to money. Well, you know, obviously if they're toddlers, don't get them involved. The other point of budgeting is tracking your expenditures. It's very useful. Sometimes your bank app will track it for you. NetBank, for example, and Commonwealth Bank tracks it for me. I know mine does. And there is no quick path to budgeting. If you cut corners, then your budget would fail. Let's get started. Budget strategy one. It's called the subtraction budget. This is really easy. 
write down your total monthly income and start subtracting all of your expenses on average from your income, including bills, shopping, utilities, etc., etc. Then whatever you have left over is your savings or spending money. I'm not a great fan of this budget because invariably you won't end up with much or nothing at all, and therefore you never save any money. This is how budgeting works in many Australian households today, and I don't think it's useful. This is a very, very old strategy. Budget strategy two, cash budgeting. The other name for this is also called the envelope system or the bucket system. Dave Ramsey is a proponent of this and famously states his wife still uses the envelope system for budgeting for herself. He also talks about using cash as a way of deterring expenses. And I think it's a really good point to consider. When you budget using cash, then you can physically see the expenses and income and it totally puts your budget into perspective right there in front of you. The way cash budgeting works is you cash out your income, take a bunch of envelopes such as utilities, food, petrol, loans, rent, mortgage. You give names to these envelopes and put the cash physically into these envelopes, which are clearly labelled. You have no excuse on not knowing where your money is going, but it's easy to see with the envelope system exactly where the money is coming from and where the money is going. But the downfall of this budget is security. Do you really want to keep all that cash in your home in a bunch of envelopes? Maybe you're using envelopes as a metaphor. Maybe you need multiple online accounts. Most online accounts and most banks don't charge any fees for this, but you need to check with your bank. There's inherent risks, of course, associated with keeping cash in the home, so perhaps using an online system is a better strategy for you. Here's another good reason why you don't have cash lying around. I have an 18-monther, and give her enough time, she'll rummage through anything and everything. I once found her about to shred my previous tax returns. Dave Ramsey talks about using cash because it elicits pain in your brain. It elicits the pain receptors, he says. He says that when you use cash to pay for things, you physically get hurt. But, you know, metaphorically. He's got a point, and he explains it this way. When you go to a restaurant and use cash to pay for the bill, that cash is gone forever. It never comes back. So you're likely to feel pain or feel uncomfortable as a result. The pain of money going missing forever, that's what you feel. But if you use plastic, i.e. credit cards, then they scan it and they return it back to you. So technically, you haven't lost anything. Whatever you've given the waiter has come back to you. It's a basic principle which resonates. But I don't use cash much these days myself. There have been studies conducted which have proved if you use cash, you're going to reduce your expenditure overall when compared to using plastic. Now that's true. So next time you go shopping with your kids and they want to play checkout and pay, pay pass, just think about what message you're sending them when they scan using your plastic to pay for groceries. Budget strategy three, proportional budgeting. The principle behind this budget is split your expenses into three categories, needs, wants, and savings. The challenge, though, is to define what is a need versus what is a want. Is internet a need or a want? Is a mobile phone a need or a want? Food is definitely a need, but you could go a bit crazy and say, what type of food is a need and what type of food is a want? Rent and mortgage is a need. Is it really needed to have a 50-square home rented out? 
Once you define your needs and wants and savings, you just allocate funds to that category. So you might split the proportions like this. Needs, 50% of income. Wants, 20% of income. And savings, 30% of income. You then call it the 50-20-30 budget. Proportional budgeting is a really good way of getting a helicopter view of your budget. Concentrate on the dollars, not the cents, they say. And the last strategy of budgeting is what I rave about. I personally use this myself, the concept of paying yourself first and automating your budget and bills and savings and let the power of compounding work for you. I won't go at it again because I think you've heard me say this numerous times, but essentially you pay yourself a set percentage before any of the expenses are taken out, so you're guaranteed to save. You can automate it as much as possible. Essentially, this is the reverse of the first budget called subtraction budget, which I discussed earlier. There you go. If, you, if you're into budgets, this podcast gives you a guide to budgeting as a whole. Like I mentioned before, I've never been a big budgeter, and my monthly budget, even today, fits on a post-it note. It's simple, it's effective, and it works for you, works for me, and I personally use the pay yourself budget myself. I find simplicity works. The more simple your finances are, the more automated they are. The more likely you'll follow them for a long time, and the more likely it'll work. This is based on the concept that finances is mostly behavior and not head knowledge. Do you have a topic you want me to cover? Send me your questions and comments, and I will aim to answer them, or perhaps even create a podcasting episode. So, this is me, Raja, from Melbourne, Australia. Thanks for listening. Until next time, pay yourself first, take a helicopter view of your budget. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.